and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we got a special one here for you tonight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG, sitting in with the Nubian Sumo, James, the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, and we are affectionately and collectively known as the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. First and foremost, gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Hi. <laughs> that's going to be the thing. That's the running thing for tonight. Man, I ain't doing too, I ain't doing too bad, you know. I have slept most of the day today, so I'm all right. But you know, we're gonna see what we gonna see that with the night holes. I dag on lucky you. I I made it all the way to Carlisle, Pennsylvania today. Oh man, mm. just to go to Walmart. How about that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, pretty 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 all decent trip. Ass to get to that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I passed quite a few. I didn't mean to go that far. Didn't mean to go that far. We went through the mountains and everything. Didn't mean to go that far because I missed the Walmart that I was actually trying to get to. So, but we wound up in Carlisle. The special that you were trying to find. What's go, what was the reason no, for going all there? Taking the kids out and just doing something different. Because you yeah, know, okay. like you know, it's a it's about the time everybody needs something personal. So I was like, ah, let's go get some personal stuff. Let's go for a ride and do it. And we went all the way up there and. My wife gave me the side eye going through the mountains. You know, her stomach was in her throat coming over that hill, man. <laughs> and I hit the top of the hill. And you know how you hit the top of the hill and the car bounced and come back down, man? I didn't mean to do it. Uh, she gave me that side eye. I was like, let me slow my ass down. <laughs> but she was a good sport wow. about it. She was good. I, I, long as she was happy and she was safe, I was fine. I was good with it. So. Right, right, right. Um, Well, the only way we can start this off is February so the 31 days of dryness is over. Nubian Sumo, what you drinking? What you smoking tonight? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we long past 31 days. I, yeah, it's gone. That's been gone. We got way through February now. So happy, happy Black History Month to everybody that recognizes that. And for in celebration of Black History Month and my first time on the show drinking for the year. I have the Bro Brothers bourbon whiskey, black owned company out of Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. The three brothers, the three brothers, the Yarborough brothers who uh, came up with their own brand of bourbon. This is a non chill filtered bourbon which means that it hasn't been it hasn't been regularly filtered like every other bourbon has so it, it never, instead once it comes out of the barrel it just sits for a while and all the settlement goes down to the bottom and then they bring they uh, pour into but they bottle it from what's left on top so this is a this is a rather unusual bourbon so we're going to try this today. This will be my first time opening that. And then I'm also being powered tonight in celebration of my non-sobriety. We're going with Cuban tonight, fellas. Mm. The Cohiba 1966 Church Hill. Mm. Gentlemen, you're looking at a eighty. Gentlemen, you're looking at an eighty-five dollar cigar. That's about to get burnt to hell. Mm. <laughs> you should feel honored that you're killing your lungs just for us at the cost of eighty-five dollars. 
Thank you, James. But I see. I'm I'm curious now because like the bourbon and a Cuban cigar, like that's gonna hit the palate like in the most exquisite way. I'm sure. That's why you. That's why when you cleaning your palate like you do. You goes this long without drinking or draw without smoking, and you got a clean palate. You can't do, but ooh, did you hear that? <laughs> Bless. Oh, when you when you got just clean palate like this, it this doesn't happen often. So you got to get you something that's going to be extraordinary. Well, I'm glad you're supporting Black History Month. All the, the darkies in the world are extra happy that your liver and your lungs are being destroyed just for them. Shoot. First sip with it. Come, come on, talk to me. Talk to me now. It's, it's medicinal, but it's good medicinal. It's not... Oh, bless it. It's not like Robitussin. It's like a moxicillin, the pink one that they give you for ear infection. That's good. Yeah, but it, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a good medicinal. I'm, mm. it's, it, but it's, it doesn't have a burn on it. I mean, it's, it, I think it's only like 84. Yes, 82 proof. So it's not a, it's not a hard proof. It's not a high right, proof. Like light, light soda to you. That's like zero. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually refreshing. And it's and I usually don't put the word refreshing on a bourbon, but this one is actually refreshing. Hmm. It's almost like it's almost like drinking a sparkling juice. Hmm. In that sense, well, don't make it sound too good, you know. Let me go get me some bourbon. Yeah. Now, people. Hey. Like I said, uh, like I tell everybody, you know, used to have used to have to have a prescription back in the day to get bourbon. So, you know, bourbon's good for you. Keep your yang up. My, I think my I think my Jimmy Wang Yang is pretty good right now. We we starting early, but I love it. Um, People's Choice, what you powered by tonight? Uh, I'm powered by uh, Seven Days in a Row, about B eight, and Motherfucking Donald Duck's orange juice. Damn. Gotta get that vitamin C in. Yep. Um before yeah, we he jump got off. He got Donald Duck. Don't make I'm not colonizing that bottle. Don't make me push in the soul. That'd be the last little bit of energy I got. Well, see, here's here's my thing. You got that Donald Duck. What's in the Donald Duck? Did you put Southern Comfort in that? I can't tell you what's in my special drink. Mm. He put Southern Comfort in that. I, I did sip it a little bit, so that way something could be added to it. Exactly. I I I know the uh I know, I know the move. Guy I used to work with named Malvern. He used to do that. He would take his Tropicana juice, drink it down just a little bit, put the Southern Comfort in there, shake that thing up, and say, "All right, I'm good to go." Oh, okay. Man, I could never. I could never get into that. I had a Southern Comfort phase, but woo, I can't do that anymore. I was called uh, living in Atlanta. Uh, headache waiting to happen is what I call that. That was before I moved to Atlanta. That was during my college days when I was drinking Southern Comfort. Oh, man. Mm. 
time I got to college, I was by the time I got to college, I was on Tangeray. Oh, I was drinking Tangeray before Snoop came out with gin and juice. <laughs> so when folks was talking about that gin and juice, everybody was on Tangeray. I was already three years ahead of them. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was like uh uh-uh. uh. Well, let me let me say this before we jump into this show. Uh, yesterday was a special day for around the office. Um, yesterday was our five year anniversary as an official podcast. Now, granted, we've been doing this podcast since what 2017, and then we started really consistently doing it in February 2018. We didn't have a name before that. We found a name and we changed it mm-hmm. and we've been running ever since. Uh, I didn't say anything because I was like, you know, I wanted to say something on air. So to you two gentlemen. Don't you start crying. Are you doing it again? No, I'm not doing oh, it again. Bless. To you two gentlemen, uh, Lady C, the Midnight Rider, the Boss BJ, the Man of the Hour, Delante, uh, the Icon, the Legend. Big Jim, um, the man is cool as ice, twice as nice, and ain't never had a bad day in his damn life, uh, Junie. I, I got to say thank you because I, 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 I got a reason to do something, man. I got a, a reason to do something that I love, and it's because of y'all, man. So I couldn't have picked a better group of people. Uh, couldn't pick a, a better family to do this with for five years. So, uh. I raised my cup of Kool-Aid to you all <laughs> to another successful year. And hopefully we can do it. Every year it gets bigger, it gets better. So hopefully it just keeps growing. And maybe, just maybe, it turned into a six-figure deal somewhere down the line for everybody. So well, now, this is going on. This is like three years for me, right? It, 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 yeah. Didn't I start in January with y'all? Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is three. This is three years for me. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the longest change. Yeah, if I ever been in. No, nah, I work for. I work. I work with. I work for ESPN Zone for five. So shut up. <laughs> but I left, and I've been in my current job for six. So shut up. So no. sad because you got a little sip sip, a little drip drip. This particular show, we calling it a special show because we got the Super Bowl tomorrow. So we decided to do, you heard of fantasy football. You've heard of fantasy basketball. We're going to do some fantasy wrestling. And, of course, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez took my idea and he said, let's let's put it together for our yearly pay-per-view. And I love it because I've been asking for this pay-per-view for quite some time. And that's Worlds Collide where every every organization comes together for a pay-per-view and everybody sits in the back and counts money because that's what it is. It's just a cash grab with, with champion versus champion and this wrestler versus this wrestler, this performer versus this performer. So we're going to flesh out the card tonight. Now we're going to have a pre-show. And our pre-show consists of two matches. And, you know, we'll, we'll give you the the breakdown of each match. And I guess we'll have to actually book it, old school segment. Um, but we'll have to book it before we get too deep. You know, I just want to say there has been talk in 
the IC and IWC about Impact Wrestling and New Japan Wrestling getting back together again and putting together a, a, a supercard. Mm. Now, this may... The, the rumor is, is that they're getting together and there may be a ring of honor presence, which means Tony Khan might be involved in it. So, and, and being that they're talking about making it, making, making the show possibly a Jay Briscoe tribute, there may be some other organizations, uh, smaller organizations like Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, and um, some other folks that want to be that want to get involved in it. So this is still this is just a rumor at this time, but they could be working on putting something together for you there, KG. I would hope so. And you know, bless me on the back end. You know, give me, give, you know, give me, give me, give me, give me ten percent of the gate and five percent of the pay per view numbers. You know, just give me, just give me a little bit. That's all I want. Just a little bit. It, just a little, little, little bit. Just a little. A little, little bit. That's all. Now, I, I, no, I said ten percent and five percent. I need fifteen percent. And then the resale rights. I, I need royalties. So every time this comes up, I need I need to get money. I need to, a check to be cut. You know, it could be fifty, fifty-five thousand. I ain't worried about. It. I know you got it. You know, it's just pay pay me like you would pay your taxes. That's all I'm saying. So. So we I got the pre-show. There. Huh? Is, uh, you know, an official show that's being booked. Uh, the pre-show is being hosted by the greatest tag team of all time. The, the Killer Bees. And John Cena. Dumbass. But you oh, never see dumbass. John Cena because, you know. Yeah, is he going to yeah. be wearing that dress? He's going to be wearing that dress <laughs> like I said. <took> <laughs> We damn sure saw that. So just to let everybody know exactly how this is going to play out, um, everybody, uh, between the three of us, that is, are going to pick uh, who we want to be in that particular match type. And then we're going to have to come to a general consensus on who's going to be put over and win the match. Uh, if we feel like it, we can get into how the finish could be. Um, that's perfectly fine. But the caveat is that Anybody that is being booked into these matches have to be an active wrestler, superstar, whatever you want to call them, or somebody that if they let's say just retired, but they're still in good shape that they could be in a match tomorrow because there's still a viable option when it comes down to um, fitness that they could be added to the match. So, for instance, if Santino Morello wanted to jump in and uh, wrestle, he's still in great shape. Or we just saw Booker T. Uh, he can at least get in there. You know, you could put those folks in. But uh, so no digging nobody up from the grave. No, uh, Fabulous Mula is not going to win the future of the women's division. But May yeah. Young May, because she, you know, she'll have a hand in the finish. Not even going to say anything. He got it. <laughs> But let me let me that's Mark Henry's kid you're talking about. Let, let me throw an extra one out. And this wasn't even in the list. This wasn't this is off the top of my head. This is straight to you guys. For this say a pay-per-view, who are your commentators? Uh Living. 
Don't, don't matter. I mean, you you gotta you gotta have so a commentator. We, we, have to be we each get one. If like we each gotta get one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that I works. Think, uh, I know it may sound crazy. Joey Styles, just to shake it up. Sumo? Yo, Nigel McGin- Nigel McGinnis. Hmm. I'm with that. Oh, you know where I'm going. I'm going good old Jr. <laughs> I'm I'm I, I, I'm always. I mean, I, in my opinion, next to Heenan and Gorilla, Jr. and the King are tops. Like it didn't get no better than that. And then I and then below them is uh King and uh, uh Michael Cole. It got no better than that. <laughs> I'm with you on that. All so, right. That's the commentating team. So let's talk about the pre-show. First match of the night, get everybody hyped, get pumped, is the future of the women match. So, again, that uh, future of the women's division is not going to be um, Trish Stratus. It, it could be, you know, anybody that's active. So my choice is Ava Ray, a.k.a. The Rock's Daughter. Straight out of NXT. Who you got, KG? Oh, you putting oh, me up. Uh, see, I had to had to write some things down. That, you know, you know where I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not. It's no shame, no slouch. I'm going live, Morgan. Okay. Didn't think she got a long enough run with that with that strap. <clears throat> mm, right, maybe bad choice of words. <laughs> Y'all off the chain with these double entendres today, boy. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, my choice, since we're still celebrating Black History Month, is the Pan-African World Diaspora World Champion, Trisha Dora. All right. She's, and she is more than willing to defend her championship during this match. If 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 the need calls for it, well, shoot! If you if you putting it up, you're the Booker man. That is, it's in, it's official. So at this moment, we now have this as a feature of the women's division, triple threat championship match between Ava Rain, Liv, and Trisha Dore. So by General speaking, with this being that level of a championship match, there's technically two people that can win this. Technically. If we're talking about, you know, lineage and 23andMe. So, much as I like Liv Morgan, she wasn't going to win this match. Sorry. Not happening. So, you go with the youth or you go with the established. I'm going to put the belt on Ava. Not pole riding the rock, but it'll be something that will catapult her and set her aside in a different manner than Dwayne. Because what she's doing down there with uh, Schism is pretty cool. Even probably nobody can spell it. Well, well. Go ahead, KG. I want to hear what I know. You, I don't know if you know anything about Trisha Dora. We talked about it many times on the show. Uh, she is on it. She has wrestled on AEW. 
She's wrestled on Impact. She, she's more of an independent wrestler. She's she's had this belt for over three years, and and she's had this belt since uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated announced it announced that they recognize it as a world championship. So this belt is a legitimate world championship. So uh, and she has been defending it in so in smaller independents. Uh, she's uh, from D.C., former military. Um, her mother runs a homeless shelter somewhere in Southeast. And uh, she actually has a her finishing move is called the uh, Lariat, the Lariat Tubman, <clears throat> which is a, a run, which is a running, a running Lariat, the running clothesline. So. Uh, and 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 I'm sure you know about Ava Rain, the little the, the little that we've seen of her. So mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, make your decision off of that little bit of information. Well, first off, hey, how you doing, Raj? Man, good to see you here. Glad to be back. Uh, glad to have you back, I should say. Um, hopefully, before. Hmm, I think we should book that before uh before uh WrestleMania. Have a good old round table discussion again. Get everybody in. See Perry doing that. Like Stop I ain't got to do nothing. Stop stalling to answer the question. <laughs> I buy time. You try to buy wow. time. That man asked you a direct question. Wow. Who you gonna pick? And you better not say Liv Morgan. Damn man, you ain't talked to me like that since like two thousand. I'm, I'm I'm a little <laughs> scared. <laughs> Damn, it's been about. 23 years since you talked to me like that? I still got it, man. I still got oh, man. It. I'm a little nervous now. It's a little warm. I... Nah, I'm, 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 I'm... By you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm picking Trisha Dora on this one. That's the only way you can go. You can only, only way I can go is Trisha Dora. So. Alright. Sumo, you got the split. Well, of course you know I'm going with the, the forever champion. Trisha Dora. Messed up. You're not gonna give nobody else the opportunity to come up. She gotta lose it at some point. Yeah, she gotta lose it at some point. But she gonna lose it. To, but she's gonna lose it to somebody that actually needs it. Dude, Ava, Ava Rain doesn't need it. This is this is an in, this is an independent world championship. This is something right. that's supposed to elevate somebody in the independent scene. Now, right. that now that now the WWE has made the announcement that NXT stars will be able to go to these to to, to independents and wrestle, you know, maybe, maybe maybe you know we'll see. But at this point, no. Let her earn it. Let her earn independence. Let her earn her stripes in the independence first. That would be the whole purpose. That'd be the vehicle to get her out there and do something. What, to give her, to give her, a, you already got a leg up with her name and her daddy. No. Give her something to separate her from legacy. That's all I'm saying. She can't. She can't escape legacy. She can't. Well, every time, every time to turn like around, it. that's the rock star. She looks like the motherfucker. <laughs> well, goddamn. So I mean, damn. You hear the uh, the thunder rumbling from down under. So I don't know what the heck is going on. We got a storm coming down here. So if I lose signal and all that stuff, then that probably is whatever lightning strikes and whatever just happened. 
uh, in the background down here in South Carolina. Old and new, that's what that is. Well, the aliens, it took them long enough, shoot. I can tell him exactly where Jamie is. He been looking for an anal probe for about, what, 20 years? You know, it's your ass that need the animal. <laughs> that's true. I, I have some stuff that need to come out. You okay, know. going on to the next match. <laughs> don't you try me today, James. You drink it today. Oh, I'm going to get you. No, don't Be ready. Go ahead. Go Be ahead. Ready. Be ready. Mm. I, am, I am ready, so I ain't got to get ready. Okay. All right. So the winner of this one is Trisha Dore? Yes. yes. Okay. Trisha Dora, yes. Okay. So you have to post this, obviously, in a, a more succinct form on the Twitters and the Facebooks and all that stuff. Gotcha. So that way people can know uh, what Worlds Collide look like. Okay. Second match. Uh, well, now that, not, well, now that since our, since our, uh, since our uh, platform here in StreamYard has announced that we do reels on Facebook and YouTube, maybe we can, do, maybe we can experiment on that. Maybe so. Oh, yeah, I would think so. I got about four or five videos. I don't know if we can show them, but I got about four or five videos. No, we don't want none of your stripper videos. Just like you had that hiatus and you went on that damn mini mini tour. Hey, man. Oh, Jesus. Hey, man. The pl- I my bump accountable for all the people that got smacked. I tell you, they were like, is that Jimmy? Is that Jimmy Wang Yang? Like, yep, and it's coming right around. Pow! Right on the kitchen. Yeah. Right on, on that pull up to my bumper tour you was on. <laughs> if you hear two haunts, they better come outside. That's all I'm saying. So, oh, second match. <laughs> second match. Second match of the night. KG trying to rain this again this year. What the fuck? Because you, you, you know he tired. If he start going, he going to start stripping. You know it. Yeah, that's that's true. Let's go. Okay. Now, now that you said that, you're correct, sir. Go ahead. I, I haven't been bucket naked on the stream. Uh, gosh, it's been what almost a year and a half now. Dang, Thank I, I'm God. Sure. You you remember that ass movie you got too, don't you? Yep, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, oh, he liked this. He liked beating getting beat with the unicorn. Okay. <laughs> not 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 even going there. Exposing fetishes. And shit. You know, rainbows come out. Hmm. Yeah, like John, like like John Cena walking around like Britney Spears. Hey, oops, I did it again. So, tag team turmoil, fatal four way tag team match. KJ, you got to change the ticker. Oh shit, I am so sorry. Yeah, one job. He over here playing around and stuff. See, I told you you over here stalling. So, here's what we got. I first, my first pick is the OC. What tag team you got, uh, Sumo? I'm going with a tag team that's been doing a lot of things here lately. They were in the best of the Super Juniors and did very well. Came in second play, uh, as a uh, runner-up and best of the Super Juniors. Uh, they just won an independent tag team championship together, as well as being in contention for the PWG titles, the um, New Japan, the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships and the Impact Championships, Tag Team Championships. I'm going with Ace Austin and Chris Bay. Okay, I'm with that. I'm going with FTR. I said, hell, I got to pull out the big guns. I got to win one. 
And then uh, the final team is my pick, and I'm selecting Imperium. So in this fatal four-way, uh, tag team turmoil match would be the OC versus FTR versus Ace Austin and Chris Bay versus Imperium. And we have to come to a consensus on who we're putting over in this match. FTR. That, that's it? You just say FTR? You're just going to give it to them? Didn't they have enough belts? Uh, one more ain't going to hurt. I, look, I was going to go Edge and Christian, but I didn't. Well, the, the, the irony is that could actually happen again. <laughs> Midnight Riders over here talking about Imperium. So we got some uh, some crowd participation and some votes. Sumo, what's your thoughts? So right now, FTR uh, is on the table. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to go with my own team. Out of this, This I'll probably go with the OC. Ooh. So you're going to leave it to me? Yeah, you left it to him, so... Look, the Midnight Rider said boo Imperium, so it ain't gonna be Imperium. <laughs> we already know that. Imperium is a beast of a team. So don't 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 let them uh, yeah, but see, here's, here's the thing about these fantasy shit, but booking things, right? Because my anytime you deal with a family a fantasy booking question, my first question is who's pushing who who what where are we where's it gonna be? Is it going to be a WWE? Is it going to be an Impact? Is it going to be a Japan? It's a KG. It kind of it makes a difference where it's going to be. Well, this is a KG. This is us. So there's no agenda. That's why you know it, it's it's set up in that way to where we make a consensus based off of us, and we know that we're going to level the playing field for exactly who it is. So we're not pigeonholing the OC and the WWE box of move sets and programs. Same thing with Imperium. Same thing with FTR. So they get to be who they are, how they wrestle, and their best. And that's the goal. <laughs> you missed that. The Killer Bees are the uh, pre-show hosts. So, um, yeah, they have a presence, along with John Cena, but nobody saw him the whole pre-show. Allegedly, he's going to be in WWE 2K13, but we'll never see him either. So I'm a deciding vote between FTR and... Uh, Oh boy, the OC, FTR, OC, Imperium, and Austin and Chris Bay. As much as it pains me, I'm gonna have to go with FTR. Not giving KG any. I see. Look at his face. You see that little smirk? He's trying to gloat already. I ain't said not a word. Here's the reason why: because FTR can go and face Ace and Chris. And beat them. That's not outside their their potential. They can go to Europe and face if they haven't already. I'm quite sure they have Imperium in their proper form and beat them. And then they can definitely face the OC wherever, whenever. They've already, you know, <laughs> technically done it in uh, two brands already, two companies already. So the smart play would be to go ahead and give it to them, just because they have that wide potential and uh, pedigree to be able to get it done and walk out of that match solidified as being among the best tag teams in the world. So that's why, KG, not because you picked them. Well, at least I, didn't, at least I don't believe the Killer Bees are the greatest tag team of all time, but hey. 
But they did do a run-in at the end of the show and stomped uh, <laughs> FTR just because. Just buzzing all on ass. Um, so. <laughs> so that's the pre-show. We, we, gotta revisit that. we need to revisit that. That that whole top ten. We need to go back over that. Because I don't James has never seen that list. Tell him to go back. No, we went over it. We went over it. We went over it. He did a show where he went back and you found it and we went through the top. Y'all did a top 25 and we went through all 25. And okay. we debated that as as a as a three the three of us. I, I so yeah. the killer bees was not number one. No, no, but, but you didn't have the road warrior. I'm sorry. Criteria, people. Yes, it was criteria, but you didn't have yeah, a we, we number went, one. That's a problem. Bull crap criteria you had going on. Yeah, it was it was hey, convoluted hey. and constipated and the whole thing. So let, yeah, let, 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 me, let me just say this. I smell it. I know you guys smell it. it smells like WrestleMania season. And last I checked, there's a nice little thing that kind of exists. That sounds like this. Just putting that out there. Could there be a comeback of a countdown list? Quite possible. Be prepared. Could it okay. be the best singles wrestler of all time that you may or may not have seen? Quite possibly. Hint, hint. We all know who number one is. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Uh, yeah, the model. So, either way, let's go ahead to the main card. Main card first match out the gate is a steel cage match between my pick and Sumo's pick. Intentionally left KG out of this one. That's fine. head, Head to head with the Sumo KG. You have to make the decision though on who wins. My pick. Is NXT sizzle Keith Lee? So you're saying Keith Lee as he was in NXT, not necessarily main roster or AEW. Freedom to be Keith Lee when he was in his full confidence, basking in his glory. That's the the emotion and and the, the level of Keith Lee that will come out into that steel cage. Okay, then I'm glad. Before you say who you pick, I'm gonna give a little retro into this because I thought this uh, thought about this very hard. This is not current steel cage. This is '80s hard steel, big squares steel cage. The blue cage. Yes, because I want there to be some hurting on whoever you pick. Because he's a big boy, so you need some reinforcement. I, I know you got to be picking a, a big boy. Okay, first of all, I'm being distracted right now. Who's got Bray Wyatt in their living room playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Oh, shit, you can hear that? <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. Yeah. Oh, shit. That is, oh, man, they putting the, they putting the baby to me. Damn, I never knew y'all could hear that. I can hear that very clearly, and I'm thinking Bray Wyatt is in your house right oh, now. So yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay, well, that's, that's what's up, then. You know, no problem. It's, it's, oh. I'm just like, I'm like, wow, really? Quick twinkle, twinkle, little star. Okay. Oh <laughs> man, my fault. 
No, nah, you good, man. You good. You good. You good. You know, we 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 break each other's balls on here a lot, so you know it's all good. Hey, if you want a good mic, go to Best Buy and get you a J Lab mic because it picks up everything. <laughs> Okay, well, with everything that Don just said, I'm pretty glad I made the pick that I made, okay? And the pick that I made is also NXT. Really? The pick that I made is pretty much considered the replacement for Keith Lee when Keith Lee left. So my pick in this match is Odyssey Jones. Yeah. The way that they, they the way he was intended to come in, he was supposed to come in as the monster. He was supposed to come in as the as a as a real badass coming in and do and playing that Keith Lee role that they had the way they wanted it to, but he got watered down for some reason. And they kind of holding him back. They're not even put they they're barely putting him on television. Uh, got this happy go lucky dude walk, running walking around, you know, making friends with everybody. That's not what he was intended to be when he first got when he first got brought up. The you know NXT. Why? It's not being said, but you know why? He he, did, he doesn't have the look. He's a big guy. Oh, he's got the he, he's got he's the big, look. He's a big guy. But he's not Walter coming in. Yeah, he may be a big build. He may have a little flab, but he can make it happen. Keith Lee is a big guy, but he's solid. Uh, Bronson Reed, big guy, solid. Odyssey has still some jiggle. So I think they either want him to, to cut or to build to, to match. Yeah, match. but he came in with a little jiggle jiggle, too. He had a little jiggle jiggle, but the performance with the jiggle and 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 it got over. But that's that's the version of Walter that I like. That's, I, I don't, don't like this. I don't like this version of Walter. Yeah, I mean he's a little too too cut down. He's a little, you know, but yeah, he's too cut down. See, see, there's a, okay, so there's a difference. There's a difference between NXT Walter. And Indy Walter, Indy Walter, Indy Walter was smaller than NXT Walter. He actually gained weight when he got to NXT, and then they cut him, and then they cut his weight. All, all crazy. He was somewhere like in between when he was in the independence, and he and he looked and he looked good. If you want to bring, if you want to bring Odyssey Jones down, cool. Do what they doing with uh. With Top Dollar, well, but don't Jones. much as they did with Top Dollar. Top Dollar look crazy right now. Yeah, he do. <laughs> he look like Fifty Cent. After he after he made that botch on that on that uh, tope, he he is bit. They they got him looking absolutely silly right now. I mean, it's, it don't make no sense. And then they need to change his his uh, uh his his gimmick is a. Uh, his ring gear, they need to change all that all that mess. But, uh, yeah, they could do something with Odyssey. I mean, I'm not saying Odyssey is going to win this match between him and Keith Lee, but it would be interesting to see what was supposed to be as to what it is supposed to be and how they juxtapose that. 
So, yeah, that's why I picked Odyssey against Keith Lee. Because I felt there'd be too many and you got him in a cage. We'll just see what happens with uh, and see where it goes. You know, uh, if anything, Odyssey can get the rub off of Keith Lee, and hopefully that'll help build up his career some. Yeah, either way, I knew you was going to come with somebody good to match Keith Lee. So, you know, I knew it would be a, a solid competition, and it would be a hard decision for KG. So you came with that one, so I appreciate that. Don't tell that to go to your head. I still don't like it. Mm. Okay, you just, you just stop. You just stop biting people's lyrics, and I'll be all right. <laughs> all right, Booker Man. Look, I'm I'm trying to avoid the question because I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, look, on, I'm busying man. myself with something else. You got, you got the pencil, man. Come on. Uh, if I had to book this one, screw it up. They go meet you in the parking lot. That's fine. Double count out. Boom. There it is. No, and a steel cage. Yeah, and a steel cage. That don't make no sense. That's a WWE finish right there. I see. If you said they went over the top of the cage and they 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 landed on that at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I I would say you know, hey, we can figure out something, but must be the winner. I I got to go with Keith Lee on this one because Keith Lee NXT. Was just a, he was a different breed. He was a different beast, and then he won that. Uh, he had the North American title, then won the uh, the the NXT title, and then two nights later they screwed him over and they kind of pulled him back when he stepped up to the main roster, which was bullshit. Well, shoot, at AEW don't know what to do with him either. No, they don't. No, they they they, they, they put Swerve over, and then you ain't seen him since. And I, I'm not feeling Swerve still. And, and that's weird. He's got more freedom, but I enjoyed him when he was more shackled in NXT. And now they put him in a program with Dustin Rhodes? Makes I think no that's sense. A vehicle for they still haven't done anything with uh, with uh, those two dudes that he's with? Like the said, one that's with all the gimmicks on his face? It's a vehicle for Parker Bordeaux. To uh to get his shine somehow off of this nightmare family, to, you know, and all that stuff. So it'll give them a chance to work and show their their, I guess, dominance if you would call it that. So we go from that steel cage match, keeping it hot and heavy, and the adrenaline up to a light heavyweight championship match. It's a triple threat. Uh, my pick, just because I knew KG would enjoy it, is the Mothman. The man of the hour, Leo Rush. KG, who'd you pick? Light heavyweight. Ricochet. Ooh, okay. Sumo? Newest acquisition to NXT, Dragon Lee. Really? Hmm. I thought you would have said uh, Adonis. Not a new acquisition. Uh, was it uh, was it Adrian Adonis? What's, what's, the, what's the guy's name? The black guy? Something Adonis. Ashante the Adonis? No. no. From Hit Row? No, no. It's the other guy. God dang it. I can't think of it. Uh, he's a North American champion now, I believe. Oh, you talking about uh, uh, 
uh, uh, the guy that's named after the uh, basketball player. Uh, yeah, dang, I can't think of his name. It, it'll come back to us. You know. Uh, can't, can't. Not LeBron. It'll come back to me. It'll jump in my head. Yeah. But either way, we got yeah. that light heavyweight triple threat. Dragon Lee, Ricochet, and the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Sumo, you got to pick. You going with your own? Or looking at uh, this lineup, somebody else going to sway you? This is, that's, that's a rough one. Yeah, it is. That's a, that's a rough one. And, and this at all. There is literally no wrong answer. Everybody's going to get their shine. It, it, it takes you back to the old WCW days when you heard the luchadors come out. And you know you're good for about 15 minutes. Ricochet doesn't need the rub, but he's going to do something to make make that match, you know, kind of like that bullshit he pulled with, uh, what's his name, during the Royal Rumble. But that's Logan Paul, yeah. Like oh no, it's not the first time, but it's the first time with him, and it made it, and everybody made it more impressive than the fact that it was Logan Paul, and that was his fourth match, and he decided to do some dumb shit like that. Well, that's why he got a torn across. Ricochet was good. We know he can make it. Dragon Lee, not that he needs to push, but he is transitioning from the independence into the into NXT. So he would need a little bit of the shine coming into NXT to uh, make himself known to those who haven't necessarily seen him or know who he is. And then with Leo Rush, it wouldn't hurt for him to win this match either. Especially since he has he's had a nice couple of matches here recently that have uh, been critically acclaimed on on during within the IWC as well. Yep. Uh that's tough, but you gotta pick. In the words of Howard Finkel, there must be a winner. I could have put El Dopo in this match for real. I'm okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm putting on my dusty hat. Now, if you got I'm a dusty saying. hat on, you know you no, no, stop. If you're gonna put the dusty hat on, you might as well go ahead and do the dusty tradition and uh, the voice. Well, you see what we gonna do here, baby? There we go. Is I'm gonna put I'm gonna put drag I'm gonna give Dragon Lee the Duke, and what's gonna happen here is they're gonna have the faction as in Google They're gonna come in. We're gonna have Roosh, his brother, right? And we're gonna have uh, uh we're gonna have uh, what's that boy, what's that white boy named Preston Preston Vance? Gonna bring them over over the over from uh, a AEW. I swear it's racist in Black History Month. <laughs> Have them come over and uh and uh do a little clubbering on 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 the mother boys, you know, on the, have them cl- do, do a little clubbering, you know, put them in some pain, blues, and some agony, and let the man and let that and let that man Dragon Lee uh get his get his uh get his shine on, let him get fucking like a monkey. 
you know. Just imagine Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee get the get the Duke. He's standing up there all like, living <laughs> on the end of a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't go against that. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that. That's it. Man, there's, no, there's no getting around that. That's it. Monkey like a monkey. Yep. We're going to let them polka dots get it. Sapphire, start dancing. And, and please tell me y'all follow uh, No Context Dusty on uh Of course I IG. do. No Context <laughs> Dusty can play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I tell you, I let that thing go. I just go and just I be driving. And I just when it, when it, when first one stop, I just keep flipping. I keep flipping, and I will drive and, and listen to them all day long. It it does something. It's just good. It's always good. And um, the missus big sis says Keith Lee is the only choice in that in that uh steel cage match. Let's not forget that. So I was I wasn't wrong, and I felt good about that. And, and Raj chimed in. He said hard times. She ought to lock this monster 350. Oh my God. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Hard times, possibly the greatest promo of all time. Don't get KG started on that. We, we do not need another story hey, or another flashback about you talking about hard times to your kids. Hey. Hard times. It is it, going to marriage, Daddy. Here you come. Picking up that 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 bag of uh, freezer blunt, uh, uh, widen, Daddy, and going home and cooking that for dinner. Them 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 smoky sweets. They used to come in that black and red box, Daddy. That's hard times there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't get me started. I, but I felt, even to this day, I still feel every word he said in that promo. So. All right, so we come out of uh, the light heavyweight match and we jump straight into the best of the brand six-way women's match. This is all triple A. There's no, you know, future. There's no Liv Morgan. There's no, um, you know, randoms that's just going to be out. This is all top of the top, cream of the crop, best of the brand. So my First Uh-oh. pick. Okay, there you go. Strong. You said, well, who was your first pick there? Oh, Jay. No, he put down Jay Cargill and uh, Charlotte Flair as his yes. picks. I get there yet. Spoiler alert. Well, that's okay. Right. We knew it. So you got them down. So, I mean, you know, but. y'all got the notes, but the people don't know that that's what's coming. God dang, I'm trying to build up to it. Whatever. Get out of the way. I picked Jade and Charlotte. He had one job. No, I didn't actually. Bless him. Bless him, Lord. <laughs> KG. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I'll, I'll pick one and I'll throw it to James and then I can pick my second. Um, Since you picked Jade and you picked Charlotte, I'm going to go... I think the, the obvious choice. Now, I might be still in James Thunder with this one, but I'm going to go Bianca Belair. Nah, you didn't because I told you. This is one of the ones I was talking about earlier. I knew you were going to – there are two names I knew you were going to pick, and you just picked the first one. 
<laughs> All right. Well, who's your first? My first one is the NWA Women's Heavyweight Champion, Camille. Okay. KG, who's your second? Uh, my second, I'm on the fence. I really am. And it's not who you think it is because I, I want to, after everything's picked, I want to book this one. I, I want to book this. Um, but my second, I'm torn between Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, and Ruby Soho. Ruby's out. Wow. She's not going to be the face of the brand. Thunder well, yeah. Rosa, you can make a case. And Britt Baker was already the women's face of AEW. She was the top AEW woman when they first started. And then they kind of buried her afterwards. So I'm going to go with Britt Baker. Okay. No disrespect to Ruby. Uh, no, but she, she she's out right now. She's convalescing. All right, Sumo. Who's the sixth woman? Wow. You didn't, you, you, you didn't, that second pick was not the one I thought you were going to make. Oh, no, but I got something for you, though. Don't worry about it. I got something for you. Because I think oh, I knew okay. where you thought I was going. I got something for you, though. Okay. My second pick. I've got four names here. And one of them I've already made. I already called out. Because I was kind of hedging my bets as to who KG was going to pick so I could have an alternate in case he picked one of mine. I'm going to go with Mercedes Monet. Ooh, really? Jump, jump. Okay. Mercedes make you jump, jump. Okay. Neither one of y'all went with uh, a Becky Lynch. Ah, don't say yeah. it. Don't say yeah. it. Uh -uh. No, don't cut it to The match is booked. Okay. I'm about, know, to, I'm, I'm about to do it. About to book something, so you know it might be a running or something. So just hold on. Let's see, see what he's gonna say. It, it, it's gonna start out normal, you know. Of course, Charlotte gonna be on her thing. She's gonna be kind of dominating, right? Now, let me ask you a question. Let's let, let's talk about stipulation. This is no DQ, no holes barred. So chairs illegal. There's a six way, so yeah, it's got to be no. Everything. It's got to be no DQ. Charlotte's about it with a chair shot, right? From Bianca. Mercedes Monet and Britt Baker getting it, they getting it in outside the ring. Uh Camille's getting a mud hole stomped in her by Bianca and, and, and Jade, right? Just when you think it's over, you think Bianca's about to win. Out of nowhere, Jordan Grace runs in. Plays I knew the it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew he was gonna bring Jordan Grace up in here some kind of way. Of course, but she she clears the ring of everybody else. Only person that's only people that are in the ring is Jay Jordan and Bianca, and that starts a faction right then and there. That's three women that ain't no women in the fucking game beating right now. If we being serious, Jade, ain't none of them beating. Jade Jordan. Bianca, Wait a minute, you, you said Jade, Jordan Grace, and Bianca, Bianca Belair in a faction. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, who got better bodies in the game than them? 
You see, they mm-hmm. they they just sculpted bodies, so they go together. See what I'm saying? And they they the strongest women in the game right now. Who who running okay. through them? They run they running through everything like like X Lax. You might as well go ahead and make Cornette their manager. They running through everything like X Lax. Who wins the match? Oh, it's a dusty finish. Nobody wins. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, if I got a pick- it just it's a, it's a, it just leads to it just leads to the faction. There's no real winner in it. No, that's what he's saying. It's, it's a, how, how do you feel about it? A lot it's of answers. You gotta have consensus for it to be booked. I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see the three of them. I can see the three of them together. Yeah. I love it. I love uh, it. Well, that majority rule, if I was booking it, and then call and then, and then and then call them black girl magic. Well, you know, Jordan does have a little black in her. She get black in every night. Yes, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. But it, 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 <laughs> Oh, sorry. Can't say that on national television. But Jade wins. That 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 Jade wins. I would have put uh just to let you know. Well Jade would have to win to keep her streak going, but you know, yeah. No, because you know her streak is only valid in AEW. Well, she hasn't lost anywhere else, has she? She hasn't been anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, but I would she... have the final two come down to Bianca and Jade. However, during the match, Bianca and Jade would start cleaning house. So I'm talking the chair shots were still coming to play, but they would just be whooping everybody with those chair shots and just eliminating people to where that's just carnage in a ring. Every time people come up, they clear out the ring. So it's those two. And then I would have Bianca go over. But see, the thing is, with, with them, but you know, them two are, I'm not going to say close, but they, they have a relationship outside of the ring. Which is fine. That's why I wouldn't be clean. This would be the one time Bianca would pull the tights or, you know, put the feet up on the ropes. It would not be a clean finish. So that way that would keep Jade intact because she had to cheat the win. So, yeah, she got the L, but the L don't count. But the L also has a caveat on it. Well, Raj say Bianca will whoop Jade's ass. And in I can actually life, see that. In real life, yeah. But I, I, mean, I, say in a, I say in a shoot that would happen. I would say it, in a shoot that would happen. The thing is, Bianca was a power lifter. Like, she, Just God, man. Powerless, I mean, you can fight. Yeah, Honestly, but she can fight. You know who would probably whip both of them in a fight? Who? Rhea Ripley. I don't know, bro. Yeah, but you. But you athletically, gotta, athletically, yeah, Jade Bianca would, you know, destroy her. Now, if Jade, you know, kicks somebody with the nigga, please kick that she'd be going on their matches because I swear she'd be kicking the life out of some of them people. Uh, them girl, like God damn, I swear, like, <laughs> what's that girl named Pancake? Um, uh, uh, who she, who she like kicking all the time? Uh, a cupcake, you know, the one that be stirring up the pot, red velvet. That's oh, what it is. Red 
pancake cupcake. Oh my God. Thank you. That's funny. I'm done for the night. All right, so yeah, but it, it's both now. KG, you, well, hold, wait, hold on, hold on. Every, no. every everybody's saying the same thing. They say they can see that we haven't come to a resolution. Yeah, we did. Two out of three. Yeah, we did. Two out of three. Each so we're giving it to Jade. No, we're giving it to you, your faction. Okay. okay, so that's a no contest. Yeah, we're gonna gonna end with a uh, no contest with the new faction of Black Girl Magic. <laughs> that's gonna go over real well. <laughs> Dark Ariola, that's what you call. Hey, Owen was part of Nation of Domination. Sammy was part of the Bloodline. Why can't Jordan Grace be black? Yep. <laughs> I, I, hey, look, I agree, she, man. She can even, she can, even the, she can even play the part, you know, like the the uh, white girl who's always trying to pretend to be the black or wants to hang yeah. with the black women. You know, she can play that part. No, she was thinking, back, she was thinking back to the 70s and just be that one guy in the background, you know, in the midst of somebody talking job, to be like, yeah. That's all she needs to say. Yeah. The entire time. Oh, my goodness. And then let her and Ron Simmons get into a yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. So there it is. <laughs> we have no best of the brand technically established, but you have a finish. So, two more matches to go. This one is uh, actually really dear to my heart because I, I can't wait to find out who y'all put in. And no, James, we're not going to say ahead of time who both my picks I, I was about to say I won't step on your toes, sir. Thank you very much because you know I sent it to you. Mm. I've been walking a lot my mm. toes, you know. I ain't got no mm. bunions or bunions, but God dang, you know, mm. nobody likes a sumo to step on their feet. So, this match, I guess we could call it co-main event, is the Working Man's ladder match. And we all know the Working Man's championship is going to be your intercontinental uh, TNT, uh, you know, whatever, mid-card championship. The one that, you know, everybody fights to get and they, you know, as it used to be, was a precursor to be the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. So this is the working man's ladder match. My first entrant into this ladder match is Brian Danielson, not Daniel Bryan. So that means we put that indie flair in there, Brian Danielson. KG, who are you putting in this ladder match? This was a tough one for me, but I said Drew McIntyre. And this is a six-way as well. I said Drew McIntyre. Drew. Okay. Sumo? I know you got somebody okay. from uh, New Japan that you would have put in. Well, actually, again, not to step on anybody's toes or, <laughs> or to, um, in case somebody made a pick that I made. Well, I chose, I've made four choices, but since you are speaking on New Japan, I'll go ahead and use that New Japan pick. And from 
los ingubernables de Japón, the faction leader Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Naito goes in. My second pick for the match, Finn Balor. KG? Jinder Mahal. What the hell? <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing. You had to know. You had to know he was going to say that. He's been pushing Jinder Mahal for about a year now. Because now, I like Jinder, so I would go with it. I mean, no, I but because I, I got, I got, I, I got Bray Wyatt in there instead. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Yes, he got to, he got to work his way back. Okay. Zero. Hmm. Okay, of my other three. Which one do I want to go with? Now don't make it good because you gotta you gotta book the finish on this one. Don't put yourself over, but make it a good match. Oh no, it's gonna be a good match with either one of these guys. One is a former national heavyweight champion with NWA. Mm -hmm. One is a former tag team champion within Impact Wrestling. And one is a current world champion. So. Funny thing is, they're all Canadian. <laughs> I, didn't, I just realized that. Uh, well, one's British, actually. Uh, the other one, but he lived. He he was living in Canada for a while. Uh, damn. <laughs> who would be a good? Who would be a good fit? You said, KG. You said. So right now you got Brian Danielson, Drew McIntyre, Naito, Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt and right Drew McIntyre. And then everybody else is like. Okay, that's big guy, big guy, technical, technical, technical. Not, not an easy job to do, ladies and gentlemen. That's why AEW shows are sometimes good, sometimes bad. And why uh, Vince has a whole building of people. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a stone in the shoe. All ego, Ethan Page. Okay. So just again, because give you time to think about it, play it in your head. Figure out what you would like the finish to be. Working man's ladder match. You've got Brian Danielson in there with Drew McIntyre, Naito, Finn Balor, Ray Wyatt, and Ethan Page. That's a solid match. That's a lot of ladder work. Got some good spots. And some high flying. But who's going to win? 
And this is not for a championship. You just said these nope. are just icy level. Yep. Folks that are just going to walk out of that match and can look at anybody in that main event and say, I'm your number one contender based off of this match of any brand. It's just straight clout. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Finn Balor. Mm. Really? Mm. Okay. Finn Balor. Finn Balor, because being that Finn Balor is getting ready to go into, possibly go into WrestleMania against Edge in Hell in a Cell from what the real rumors are saying. This would give him a little bit of a push. But I would have him end up at the top of the, at the at the top of the ladder with Ethan Page. Okay. Going at the in the end. <laughs> Everybody Naito Naito will most likely take out Bray with the Destino. Okay. And then I have Danielson take out McIntyre with that uh the psycho knee. Then Ethan and uh Valor will be up at the top of the ladder going at it with uh Finn knocking Ethan off of the off of the ladder and when and getting whatever the is at the top of the ladder contract or whatever. Okay, I can see that. I may change it up a little bit to where Finn Balor is grabbing, we'll say the briefcase. And Ethan is holding on to him. He pulls off the briefcase, it detaches, and it ends up the two falling, and Finn converts that into a coup de gras. And that's how Ethan Page is taken out. So Finn wins the match, but he takes out Ethan at the same time. With your book. Now I would have actually put over Ethan Page as the finish. I would have had him and Bray Wyatt being the final two. Because I think uh, Danielson and Finn Balor would cancel each other out. And Naito and Drew would just be off, just heavy hitting somewhere. And then uh, Bray would be doing his Bray thing, but, you know, Ethan would just catch him. Some some move, somehow, some way, it would end up being a cutter or something like that. And then just catch him and give him enough time to just take it. What about you, KG? I mean, the finish is there, but this is just, would you do anything different? Or do you agree, disagree? No, I agree. And uh, going back to our last match with the women, uh, Raj say put a hoop earring on Jordan Grace. That 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 would work because she looks good in hoops. So that would look, that, that would work. Rope? You were Dookie Rope? No, no, that's a little too much. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, the hoop uh, the hoop earrings would say everything. Yeah, the women 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 would know automatically what the hoop earrings mean. <laughs> are we going back? To, are we going back to the nineties though with the big hoop? No, earrings? this is current. No, nah, current hoop earrings. Yeah, that's the thing with hoop earrings now. So yeah, that's the that's the trend now. So yeah, give give us a set of a nice big hoop earrings. Go down to her shoulders. <laughs> the bigger the hoop, 
The bigger the hoop, the more you saying, pretty much. And she can wear a bonnet too. I she hope could. not, cause it, look, I hope not, cause if she does, I'm done. The gimmick's already ruined. <laughs> she wear the popcorn bag. The the, the 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 gimmick is ruined. And have her wear a robe. Now I say that because no, I went to CVS yesterday. Have her wear them fuzzy slides with the hoop earrings. Have her put on a bonnet. Because I mean. And, and, and yeah, and just and just and just over oh, and to overdo the gimmick would make the gimmick. But see, if you overdid it that way, now, now you're being stereotypical, <laughs> and you, and it's not in a good way. Now, last hater, last, last legend, last legend. Who's that? Last legend. That's all I'm saying. Last legend. If you've seen Last Legend's gimmick. She overdoes black women. Shoot, I'm gonna take it back further to a big girl, girl, girl. No, and then and then Bianca, Bianca's Bianca does it too. Yeah, she but doesn't Bianca do it has, to the legend, but where that that's that's it. But I'm gonna take you back a little bit further in the WCW. Remember that fool Queewee? <laughs> oh look. Go look that up, ladies and gentlemen. Like, what the how did they get that on TV, Eric Bischoff? Got that on Queewee. That was, you know, before Rico and all that other stuff. And and uh, you know, Billy and Chuck, that was Queewee. Well, he was supposed to be their version of Adrian Street, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that didn't work out at all. I mean, it, it was what it was. He got a little bit of a run, but you know, it was yeah. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it didn't really work. It was and funny. I, I, uh, ben, uh, I, I see you. You said you got a, you had a tape delay, but nah, Ricochet got his ass whooped already, so he didn't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Lash Legend is from Atlanta, Georgia. Enough said. I, enough said. I ain't got nothing else to say. So yeah, she plays the part. She plays yeah, the part. I, I'll give you that. But see, that's the thing. You wouldn't want Jordan Grace to take that and go over that far. You just need her to be in the lane. You know, it's it's implied. It don't need to be her clapping every time she's saying something. It don't need to be stereotypical because then you ruin it. And we in a in an era right now where you go too far with something like that and it's going to be a problem to the point that this doesn't get off the ground and be as good as it can be because it's going to be too much focus on the portrayal instead of the skill set. Like, she's not trying to be something she's not, but she's Interacting with her homegirls. That's basically what it is. That's all that that's all this faction is. And they kicking everybody ass. So yeah, you know, you go too far. You know how it is in, in, in society. You say something you've been saying for 40 years, all of a sudden it's offensive. So and uh with the current match, Rod say I would love to see to have Bala as the demon. I, I would like that too. I, man, I, we are missing Demon Finn Balor Demon against uh, Edge has to. It, it ha if you could get Bray Wyatt versus um, Finn Balor, it's got to be the Fiend versus the Demon. Well, the Fiend's done. Yeah, but they haven't set it up for that yet. They haven't set it, it up for that though. The Fiend and is I, he, he's, he's retired. The Fiend. Okay. Well, I feel that you. I feel you missed it. You missed. I don't the think he's retired. The Fiend. I think he's just saving it for that special moment. He he doesn't want to overdo the thing. He wants to over. He wants the demon to come out 
in a in a moment that's going to be memorable. He doesn't want to put out the demon that's just somebody something to do, which is what right. they were doing with the with that okay. character. Well, then put him in, put him in, put him with a uh, Bray Wyatt then, and have him do have him be the demon. I mean, that would that you know, yeah. So I mean, but they 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 would have to set up the demon in order for the demon to come out. Yeah. And if they haven't done it by now, they're not going to do it for uh, Rus- for WrestleMania. Which is a it, it, you're missing you're you're missing out on a huge opportunity not doing that because that's what everybody time. wants to see. They still got time. You only need three weeks to, to set that up. Plus, I don't see the I don't see the demon as part of uh, this faction anyway. But remember, we're talking hell in a cell, and the and demon has time, to come back from hell. Event, you're bringing them from the depths of hell to go into hell. You know, what I'm saying that that one special moment. That's what that would be. But against the Edge, yeah. I mean, you can't have him go in there and just be Finn Balor in a hell in a cell. If he goes in there as Finn Balor at, at current form, then we know there's going to be run-ins and all that stuff, and you know it's going to be 80 million people in that dag going sell by the time we get done. See, if, see, I, I, I'm, I hate the fact that they didn't let Finn do what he was doing when he was in New Japan. See, when he was in New Japan, he just wasn't the de- he just didn't have that demon makeup. He right. would come in cos he would come in as cosplay. He came in as the Joker one time. He came in as Jack the Ripper one time. He came in as uh, he's come in as different, a bunch of different characters and whatnot. He just came in in the costume and his ring gear matched whatever he was coming out. He was almost like a, 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 a Ray Mysterio, you know. Well, Ray Mysterio, yeah, is, uh, Liv Morgan doing it, and Oscar doing it, you know. Yeah, see, they NXT when they came to, when they came to NXT, they took that away from him. So, for if if there was a way for him to come back and start doing cosplay within uh, this faction, that would be cool. But for, but to do the de- and and he could do different face paint like the de- the demon character wasn't really the demon character when he was in New Japan. He was actually doing paint uh, body paint as uh, Carnage and Venom, right. And that's where the demon character, that's where they got the demon character from. So if he could come out and do do body paint like the like characters, like different uh, characters, it doesn't have to be exactly Spider-Man or Venom or Deem or Carnage or whatever, but a knockoff of such or somebody that may be a lower character within the DC or Marvel universe that, you know, wouldn't get them sued or whatever. You know they could do that, but as far as the demon and the actual character of the demon, the gimmick, the demon, I say no. Okay. But if I had to pick, I'm picking Finn Balor. I take Finn Balor to win this one. Oh, Finn's won anyway. So let's talk about the main event. We've done the working man's, but now you're going to go to the face of the brand. Heavyweight championship status. The big guy. And just to tickle his fancy, Sumo gets two picks. I know, right? I know. Help us all. Yeah, you didn't give KG a spot where he got two picks. Are you hating? Yeah, I'm hating a little bit. You know, you, you, KG can get two picks. 
Why can't KG get two picks? Because it's his pay-per-view. But he ain't doing all the booking. He booked the side, he booked the finish. I'm not booking any finishes. You booked the finish. I'm just coming up with the criteria. Only because I mean I'll be a producer. That's more money. My pick. There's only one option. I'm just trying to look out for you, KG. <laughs> I appreciate that. Acknowledge him. Roman Reigns. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jey Uso. I was going to say Sami Zayn. Uh, who's your first pick, Sumo? Kazuchika Okada. Okay. The Rainmaker. KG? Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> And Sumo, rounded out in this fatal four-way. Face of the brand. And to put a little, to put a little uh, chop to the throat to Mr. Roman Reigns, Jacob Fatu. Oh. All right, so we're looking at Roman Reigns. Versus Gresham, versus Okada, versus Jacob Fatu, and your fatal four-way for the main event of Worlds Collide One. That this will be an annual event. Face of the brand match. KG, you get to make uh, the first call. This is your pick. When's the last time Roman Reigns lost? What? Two and a half years ago, we're going in three. Going on, years. going on, going on three. He hasn't lost. He hasn't. He hasn't been pinned in over three years, almost three years. Pinned cleanly, <laughs> right? Well, pinned yeah. period. Yeah, right. Mm. Man, and who was the last one to do it? Was it Owens? Well, before the streak started, God, that was so long ago. That was Thunderdome. Man, uh, an, another idea that we should have been getting paid oh, off of, but I digress. I think it uh, I say Roman lose this. Go ahead and give it the. It's gonna come down to it, but Roman gets pinned for the first time in almost three years, and he gets pinned. What? By family, five two. Jacob five two. What? What? Uh, uh, over there. What's going on? Got some some inside information, you know, from uh, my my uh, assistant that said Baron Corbin was the last person to pin Roman Reigns. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now hmm. I gotta pay people for that. God damn. <laughs> so what'd you say, KG? I'm sorry. I was sidetracked by uh I said Jacob Fatu. Uh, 
He said Jacob 5-2 pins Roman Reigns clean. That's what he said. Clean. I'm going to go with Gresham as the, uh, the, the the dark horse. Nobody would expect it. Roman would get the, the, the pin. He wouldn't be pinned. Uh, I think Gresham would pin Fatu. Sumo? This is a tough one. As it should be. I say I say Jacob Fatu is up. Roman Re- Roman Re- Roman Reigns is in trouble with Okada. Jacob Fatu comes in, saves Roman. Gresham comes in. Comes after Roman. Fatu takes out Gresham. Okada comes in, attempts to pin Roman. Fatu saves him. They both, both Fatu and Roman, go after Okada. Reigns pins Okada and Fatu joins the bloodline. Hmm. Well, so damn. That's universal. Then. <laughs> Even though we talked about that at some point a couple weeks ago. So, does that make, well, if we go by that, then wouldn't that still make Roman the face of the brand? It would. It would, but I would take it even further. I would take it even further where Fatu joins the bloodline, things go south with Jay. The, they start f- fracturing between Jay and Jimmy. Roman puts Fatu together with Solo. They're in a, they wind up in a four-way, some kind of four-way match for the titles. For the for the for the titles. Jay and Jimmy aren't getting along within the match. Solo and Fatu take advantage of that. Pin Jay. End up pinning Jimmy. Jay breaks off from the bloodline, and the titles stay within the bloodline. Solo and Fatu win the titles. That's interesting. Very interesting. <clears throat> but I think ultimately, Roman's going to fake an injury and take a vacation. Why he got a fake injury? I mean, he can't just. I'm not wishing the man to get injured. He can't just say, "Look here, I'm, 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 no, I'm no. done. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going away. I'm done being ahead of the table. I'm gonna go take a trip." 
You can't do that. He's going to have to get hurt. In order to take that belt from him, they're going to have to break him. So he's going to have to, you know, go through all the vignettes and, you know, all that super stuff. But then it's going to leave the void on who's running things. It may start with, um, you know, the wise man having a phone every week and, hey, I'm talking to him. This is what he's – well, let me talk to him. No, he's only talking to me. And then, you know, it starts the power struggle. And then that's where main event J becomes main event J. And he starts to rise up in the power, almost like in a godfather sense with Michael Corleone over his dad. So that way you set those two up to face each other, him and Roman, at the next WrestleMania. Doesn't have to be a championship match. It's just for who's going to run the bloodline. And then you can have all the Anuai family uh, there. The Rock could be there, you know, trying to, you know, as a special guest referee. He doesn't have to wrestle and be in ring shape. You know, all those things can come into play. But those two could go at it one-on-one for your Nintendo. You're welcome, KG. And throw in a little Jordan versus birthday. Here's my thing. Number one, The Rock is already in ring shape. So we don't have to worry about that. So you think he uh, swerving us? Eh, I mean, with, uh, with, I think with everything coming out and people talking about The Rock is a... Uh, He's a roid using what was that? What was the dude? The the the, the, the oh, liver king, whatever he was, and he came out. He was on steroids, and now you know everybody's been ramping up over the rock. You know how the hell he stay in shape all like that, and he shouldn't be able to do this, and he couldn't be doing man. Just all that fool on Twitter. <laughs> Shoot, but then again, how Jonathan Gresham over here putting in that work, cutting. I mean, it's just the way that there's people train differently now supplements and all this other stuff, how they get lean and, you know, putting on masks and different areas, you know, technology is different. Way different, but I, I think The Rock is in uh in perfect ring, not perfect ring shape, but I think he's in ring shape enough to oh, he get in there. He can run 15. He can take a stunner. He, he can take a spear. Oh, he, he, he's he, not in stunner shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you now, as, as thick as he is, he can't. His core isn't strong enough to be able to flip over three times, go over top of the ring, roll around outside, flip somehow back in the ring, and then catch another stunner. He's not in that good of a shape yet. You, you know what, uh, Don? I know you probably remember this. If you remember the what was that SmackDown two, they actually put that in SmackDown two. <laughs> When you when when you when you had the regular stunner, and then when he gave you the stone cold stunner, he acted. It was only per only character that did it was the Rock, and yep. he would flip around like that. It's like God, dog, man, just come on. And you wasn't. There was no kicking out of that. John Michaels was bad with that too, overselling the stunner. <laughs> Wasn't that the, was that the stunner he stood on his head? Yeah. <laughs> Still, the best over I mean, on YouTube of I think it, it, it was he, I think they got one for the Rock and for uh, Shawn Michaels where they oversell the sun the stunner, mm-hmm. or they oversell finishing moves. Period. Yeah, but you know, number one overseller for the stunner is always going to be Vince because Vince the only no, one that was having a season. He, he, he did finishes the stunner. <laughs> yeah, the first stunner he took, 
when he was having a seizure in a match, I mean, on, on the mat after that, yeah. that's classic. The rock and flip all day long, but, you know, like, man, I think he just killed Vince. And then you had Jim Ross calling that, too. Look at And the King was like, look at him, look at him. You know, get well, King, by the way. Get well, prayers with you. But, uh, yeah. So, ultimately, the face of the brand, according to you guys, because majority is going to rule, uh, is going to be Roman Reigns via some bloodline action. Folk of our crook. He's going to come out to be acknowledged as the face of the brand. And that is how you end Worlds Collide 1. KG, we have fleshed out your show. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with it. You know, $59.99 on pay-per-view. Uh, it will not be shown on Peacock because I don't I, – I, look, I need maybe a little crimson here and there, especially in that steel cage match. I, I, I just – just remember me on the back end. That's all I'm saying. Just remember me on the so, hey. So this is going to be a pay-per-view and not a premium live event. No, this will be a pay-per-view. This the only way you can do this is pay-per-view. That way you got and and to to do it you got to do it outdoors. And you got to do it in the LA Coliseum. That's at least 125,000 people. <clears throat> at least 125 no mercedes benz no 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 because you know you know uh the la coliseum seats 110,000 just for a, a sporting event that's not to mention the 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 floor seats around the barricade that you add in right it's not to mention that so you know it's, it's I, I want the biggest venue possible and you know you got. I'm not even asking for for merchandise sales. I just want five percent of the gate and ten percent of, of, of the pay per view numbers. That's all. Well, I, I want. I want some merch. I want some food and beverage. I want some of all that stuff. If I made this dad go show, pay well, me I'm, too. I, 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 I just want. I want my money on the back end. You know, resale. You know, he's rich in the spirit, so you know he don't need no money. Shit, I need my money back in the hog knee slot, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Notice he quiet. You can't even say nothing. What me? Yeah, he rich on Jesus. He only done that. I'm money. just along for the ride, you know. I'll take my I'll take my little production money and I'm I'm good. <laughs> That's what she said. You 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 think I wouldn't I, like I could take care of the guys in the truck? They could go from seventy three cent to probably seventy eight cent. <sighs> Bills would get paid around the office. We could actually have a real refrigerator in our office, man. Dang. A real refrigerator instead of a cooler. I could actually call Reef for rent and he would show up. Plus, you know I'm gonna have you know I'm gonna have my bootleg t-shirts out there on in the parking lot. So you know. See? I'm gonna make I'm gonna get I'm gonna get me. Sumo for your mom. That's what I'm gonna say. Right? Like like Sumo like like Denzel said. Like Denzel said, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> See. You know what? Oh, I got it. Here's your, here's your other outside of sumo for your mom. Sorry about your damn toes. That'd be other. That'd See, t-shirt. I could buy this house. I think it's in Indiana, and it's a five bedroom house on one side. On the other side, it's a whole basketball court connected to the house. 
that could be our new base of operations. Everybody moving, move, we moving to Indiana. That's our new base of operations. So we all gonna be on cots and the dad going basketball court? No. It's got technically, officially, legally, it's ha- it has five bedrooms, but it's really like I think. It, I, if, it, let me look it up again. But I think I it's really like eight. Huh? I got like forty kids. You got like thirty-three. Wait, oh, oh, wait, who, who said the kids was coming? <laughs> oh, okay. right, wait, 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 who said the kids was coming? You got to clarify that we dip it. We we go. This is we got to go to work. You know this is where we're at. You're about to get yelled at. You better wrap this up. Yeah, they're gonna be till he go. They gonna since yeah. twinkle twinkle little star still playing. He gonna be sleeping today <laughs> in a minute. Oh shoot! But hey, AG on Lauren Lake's paternity court. Look, I got I got big dreams, man. I ain't saying I'm leaving the kids behind, but they got to keep the home fires burning. We got to go get this office together. With this basketball court in, in Indiana, see, yep, see, your ass got in trouble now. I told you, wrap this shit up. Uh oh, I ain't see. Look, no, you got in trouble. Oh, that's not for me. <laughs> that ain't for me. As soon as you, as soon as you set out your mouth, like, oh, we ain't bringing no kids. I saw a skirt. Right, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's about to get assassinated. That's because he has sent me a note. Oh, shit. Now I'm talking. <laughs> Man, when, look. I was away from my kids over the summer for 12 days. That was the first time in 19 years I've ever been away from my kids for more than a night. That shit right there was hell. So I know I'm not going to Stop Indiana without them. Stop lying. You grew up. You, you gained three inches down there. <laughs> you was out there partying. Man, part, they got mad at me. Man, you're not going to leave your room? No. We finished meetings. I'm going back up to my room and flip my game on. I got on FaceTime with the whole family and talked to them for half the night. And that I looked out the window when I was in uh, Ohio and it was 9.30, I thought it was about 6.15, 6.20. I said, man, it's 9.30, it's almost 10 o'clock. The sun was still out. I was like, uh, okay, I think I'm supposed to go to bed. <laughs> I told you that mess would get you. Man, the food was good, though. The food was good. So next trip I got, I, I know I'm going to eat good again. So, Well, you, did a, you had a good job because every time I turn around, Sideline Junkies mailbox, he's Keeps having them envelopes coming in. I mean, you know, a self-addressed envelope comes back with it saying "them hoes." Like <laughs> KG, <laughs> it's an address from them hoes. Like man, shoot, I don't know what you was doing out there, but them hoes be trying to keep in contact. Nah, them hoes ain't keeping in contact with me. <clears throat> I got a philosophy about that, and I'll tell you that off here. But <laughs> it's a whole philosophy about that, but. Nah. You know you want to do it. There's some hoes in this house. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's your shit. That's that's that that's your Baltimore shit right there. Yeah, I know. You know, you, hey, you can feel that. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Good old house music always do you right. Mm-hmm. Go go. Yeah. Go, what, go, about, go. what about what about uh, <laughs> what about what about 
that I had talked about it, what, and I still don't know what it, somebody was playing. Some what about you? What about your girl on the rim is talking about? She thanking the gay, the queer community for inventing house music. Who said that shit? Your girl Beyonce. Wow. She won an award. She thanked she thanked the queer community for inventing house music. That's not who invented house music. Bless her little heart. I bet you everybody in Chicago is pissed. Yeah, because <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, black black Twitter blew her up. Mm. Oh. I didn't see that. I missed that one. I Chicago lit her on fire. I didn't see the show, but I saw the clip, and I said there was a story behind it. There was a story that I saw. Well, you know how you get on Google and they have those news stories and whatnot. I saw one. I saw one of those, and it was like, wow, really? <laughs> You're damn right she don't know any better. Because that right, house music started in Chicago. But it's a difference between Chicago house and Baltimore house, though. It's totally right. different. There's a, a big difference. Well, oh, and yeah. she damn now sure don't know no better. When it first came over, it was about the same. Yeah, but then Baltimore put its own Baltimore spin on it. Let's just, somebody walking down the street, we go make a track about that. I'm like, what the hell? You know, when I went back and I heard Fred Sanford's club mix, I'm like, God damn it. That's one of my favorites right there. That and wait a minute, Mr. Postman. <laughs> but then, you know, Mr. Post, yeah, like, y'all y'all just, anything y'all want to do, y'all just going to sample it and go ham. Yeah. But in a related story, before we wrap this up, I went ahead and uh, took my kids back and played uh, on YouTube Doodoo Brown. They was like, what the heck is this? Right, mm. y'all there going ham. Hey. But, you know, got to keep them talking. No. No. They don't know what music is, but then, but then again, we starting to sound like our parents now. Well, our parents, our parents said the same thing to us about rap music. Yeah, when, when rap music first devil. came out, I was at. I, as a matter of fact, it was it was it was probably like three years ago. I went home for Christmas, and we sitting around the Christmas table, and if my my uncle from Greensboro and his family and whatnot, we at the table. And one of my nephews was playing something. I guess it was for like Waka Flocka, Lil Bluesy Verda, so whoever that fool was. Yeah, it was like on, he was playing some kind of music. He was playing something. And I was like, what is that mess you playing? Oh, this is such and such and so and so. You don't know about that. I'm like, man, that ain't music. That ain't music. You don't know music. And I, and I felt these <laughs> eyes on me. And I looked over at my uncle, and he was like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, um, I, I, I get it now. I'm with you, okay? I, I understand now. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I understand exactly what you what y'all were talking about yeah. back in the day now. So, yeah, I get it. See, he probably, he probably said the same, uh, you said the same thing to him when y'all was out there. Exactly. The exactly. Mm -hmm. He said, he, he on, said, Hold same on, thing to me about KRS-One. He said the same God, thing to me about KRS-One. KG, that's not when he said it. James was like, yo, this is a jam. You know, he going in. He was like, boy, if you'll go ahead and get back into the field, you know Farrell said we got to make brick with no straw. <laughs> no way. Oh, wow. let's, let's, let's end this before I cuss him out. Oh, wow. Let's, let's end this. <laughs> Let's find your bonds. How about that? <laughs>
master over there at the plantation talking about her. But get this work done in the fields, picking that cotton. James over there talking about man, there's some cotton in this house. There's some cotton in this house over here, Bob. <laughs> if you see it, point it out. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh man, oh man. KG, hit the button. Uh, hit the button. Picture of James in the Smithsonian. Hit the button. <laughs> The man said, diversify your bonds. I get painted by Da Vinci picking cotton. You know, that's racist right there. Hit the button, KG. That's like the second half to Mona Lisa. She's looking like, what is this nigga doing here? <laughs> Either you take your line or I'm going to take your line. Take it, take it. Push the button, KG. Well, back in World War One. <laughs> you see that? You know what? He getting ready to go down there. He tired. No, nah, no, nah, I'm cool. You know, you can go all the way up there, but when you start talking about the Nazis and and, and Jews, you know, James was there. You know, you, you can't go that far. You know what I'm saying? You can't and go that there far. goes the FCC violation. Thank you very no, much. No, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching that at all. And I'm we offended. Bring it back. Last thing, so I'm now offended. We gonna see, bring it back. Not, but not I will say, I give James his props. Because he, even though people think it was James Cameron and all that, <laughs> the dubious sumo, ladies and gentlemen, invented CGI. Because while everybody was watching, you know what I'm saying, looking at uh, JFK, if you look at it, you can see the stop motion. James is moving the bullet all the way around, and that's high curve. That's messed up. That man is CGI. He brought, he brought it in. Don't play into this shit in the tissue. Don't play into this shit. <laughs> Don't play into this shit. I'm just saying. The man Get said, old. "Diversify your bonds, there, Don." Five dollars right now if you hit him with that unicorn. That's not it's a unicorn. It's a butt stallion. A, a what? <laughs> it's a butt stallion. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> is, is, was that Princess Luna? No, it's a butt stallion from Borderlands. You oh. know, it, it looked like a My Little Pony. That's why I can't be playing around with y'all, man. Shoot, James gonna outlive us all. So, Lord, you, you, you know, know about them butt stallions. Well, we're gonna since turn that back around because you know, since it's rough, what house music started was you. Mm. He was he's a rump wrangler, so you know he, he can. Here we go. He knows about them butt stallions. Uh, uh, my uh, jaws, my cheeks, my cheekbones, y'all. Middle <laughs> passage, James. James sitting around the middle passage, like, hey man, y'all want to play some uh, Jenga? <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, let's go home. That's done. That's done. You gonna eat your cornbread? Mm, mm, mm. Don't be trying to come for me now, James. Don't be trying to come for me now. Well, tomorrow morning we got the Sunday rise at 10 a.m. Hopefully 10 a.m. If I can get everybody, <laughs> I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Natisha, wrap that shit up, B. We got the Sunday rise in in the morning. Super Bowl trivia, Super Bowl uh, preview. So until then. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez, the Nubian Sumo James, and the big guy KG. Uh, fellas? Need you are.
I was like, said for, yeah, I mean, but that was like the driest Kanichiwa. Well, if you want to go and see the first, ever, well, he he get ready, he get ready to get with his butt unicorn and go lube up. So that's 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 why he's all dry. First of all, secondly, that too. You know the proper name, but I don't. After you've you probably American American you go over there to the Smithsonian, and if you want to see the first ever fingerprint, it's called the fossil. Um, it's an Anubian sumo. Okay. It's in a question mark because they was questioning, you know, what he was doing to get all them pelts and stuff so he would stay warm back in the day. Oh, Lord. Good night, everybody, because the, the people's choice is going in. Good night. He's sleeping. James, you know you owe me.